This is According to Jim with Jim Joyner and Steve Sell, McPherson's sports talk show. This is my house. This is my house. I'm taking over, okay? Stephen A. and the crew. Listen Monday through Friday from 1230 to 1 p.m. on 96.7 FM KBBE or online at midkansasonline.com. Touchdown! It's a Sammy Watkins Palooza touchdown! Kansas City! According to Jim is your home for the McPherson Bullpups. Touchdown Bullpups! No flags on the play! It is 99 yards right up the seam! The big play threat from a season ago does it again! Everything happening in the sports world. Personal file. 69. Offense. Who's giving them the business? And even some things not happening in the sports world. I tell you, I thought this morning I wasn't going to make it to this <laughs> afternoon. I, I haven't had many mornings like that in a long time. Now it's time for According to Jim. Here's Jim Joyner and Steve Sell. Let's do this thing. Another edition of According to Jim right here on 96.7 FM KBBE. Or for those of you listening online, Worldwide at midkansasonline.com. Joining, I'm I am Jim Joiner. <laughs> Joining me as always, the most popular man in the entire city of McPherson, Mr. Steve Sell. Steve, good afternoon. Good afternoon. As he trembles and quivers over across from me, a little chilly. It is cold outside. I tell you, it's cold. Well, I am going to take a gamble here, Steve, that for our press box situation tonight on the road in Tawanda. Tawanda. I can't imagine that in their second press box, they have heat. I doubt it. So, my suggestion to you... Space heater. Well, we could bring a space heater, or you could wear two pairs of socks. You could wear some gloves. Maybe a a knit hat. Already got it. You got it all prepared? I I got it all prepared. I got the gloves out. I got the stocking cap out. But actually, it's it's supposed to warm up a little bit. Well, remember what time we're going to be there and where the sun is going to be. That's right. On the, well, the sun opposite will be, side of the, the universe. The sun will be down by the time we kick exactly. off. Exactly. It'll be gone forever. Yeah. Steve, a busy show today. It is a football Friday, the final one of the regular season. McPherson is already the number one seed going into the playoffs next week because Andover Central only won by eight points against Arc City. And some of you might be confused and saying, well, why does that matter? Well, Andover Central was fighting for the two seed. And they are the last team that remains behind McPherson. And the Bullpups, even if they lost by the max point differential tonight, they couldn't get past the point differential where Andover Central is at. So without even playing tonight, they could not show up. They could just say, hey, we want to stay at home, rest up. Steve's a little cold, don't want to make the trip down there. (laughs) And they would be the number one seed going into the playoffs. And they know they're going to play Abilene because Abilene's clinched the 16 spot. So we know we're going to play Abilene next week. So, so mark your calendar. Yep. 7 o'clock next Friday night, That's McPherson right. against Abilene. That's right. So Abilene comes to town, and and most likely with a victory, the Bullpups are going to play Goddard because I, I know it's not set in stone yet, but it's sure looking like Goddard's going to be in that 8-9 game, and if it is, it's going to have no trouble in that game. So I got a feeling in round two, McPherson-Goddard, a rematch of last year's semis. Steve, we have a ton to get to today. We have our fearless forecaster predictions. We have the Chiefs to talk about. There was some Thursday night football last night. But my one question I want to ask you, and I I won't bring it up again for a while since I know that you won't watch the NBA until June, May, sometime in there. I'm going to give you one more chance to predict the team you think is going to win the NBA Finals because you've been receiving some heat 
for your Golden State Warriors prediction. They opened up a brand new Chase Center Arena in San Francisco. And it wasn't even full. A beautiful night for basketball. I think they said it was 90 degrees. You've got Kevin Harlan on the call. Reggie Miller is there. They are pumping it up. And the Warriors gave up 46 points in the third quarter well, against Kawhi and the I didn't know there was no Andre Iguodala. I didn't know he should have done your homework. He was the glue. And without him there, without Klay Thompson, without Durant, I think uh, that was not a good pick. So I'm going to give you one I, I more chance. I think I was chance. dazed and confused when you asked me that question. Hey, man. Yeah. One more pick. You get one more chance to redeem yourself. Pick any other team you want. And, and, and we'll forget about the whole Warriors thing. Clippers. You like the Clippers? They can play. They, they can play. They didn't even have they're, Paul George last night and scored 141. They're better than I thought they were. I had no idea they were that good. And Kawhi, let's face it, Toronto was a good team without Kawhi. Kawhi goes there. They win the NBA championship. The Clippers were a good team last year. They get Kawhi and Paul George. Man, how good are they going to be? So I'm going to redo my pick. I'm sure Eli was probably all over me on my uh, Golden State. I heard a lot of people that said, how did Steve take the Warriors? And I tried to walk you off the ledge. You know, before we went on the air yesterday, uh, I bumped my head. Oh. I think, I just think I was confused. I'm not surprised. Well, you made the pick on like Tuesday. Yeah. So it must have been all that weekend trauma. Well, it could have been. So you're going to take the Clippers. I'm going to take the Clippers now. You don't have faith in D'Angelo Russell, Steph Curry, and Draymond Green. You don't have faith in those three? No. The big three. And I didn't watch any of that game last night. It was ugly. That's what I heard. But then you look at the East. You know, I'm, I'm just not sold on Milwaukee. For some reason, well, I know they Giannis, picked up a nice win last night. They beat who? They beat last. They beat the Beard and and Russell Westbrook. Well, and see, I just don't think that's going to work with West. There's not enough basketballs to go around, but the East is wide open. Uh, I just and I don't have faith in Philadelphia. I don't trust the process. You don't trust Embiid. I don't trust Joel Embiid. I think so. I, I don't know who's going to win the East. Maybe Milwaukee will, but the the East is down. It's down. Speaking of Jayhawks, Steve. Yes. Did you watch the Kansas Jayhawks last night? I did. It's a rhetorical question because I know you watched the Jayhawks. Yeah. You were at my home watching it on I ESPN+. Plus. What are your takeaways from game one of the season for KU taking on the mighty, mighty Fort Hayes State Tigers? Uh, my biggest takeaway was they can't play two bigs at the same time if one of them's is Adoka Azabuki because they get clogged up. I know they were trying to play Adoka and Silvio DeSosa at the same time, sometimes with McCormick. I think... They're gonna have to go one. They're gonna have to go one big because they've got some wings with some size. Yeah. Uh, Wilson is about six eight. Is it Aruna? Is and Aruna and Aruna. He's long. I mean, I was real impressed with him. You still got Mitch Lightfoot. If he does, if he doesn't redshirt, that's the talk now. Is he's gonna redshirt? I hope he doesn't. What but about Christian Brown? Christian Brown to me was the big surprise of the night. Uh, he never met a shot he didn't like, that's for sure. No. I don't know if you've got the box there, but it seemed like he took a, a lot of shots last night for a freshman who you'd think would kind of want to fit in. Remember, they didn't have Dotson last night, and they didn't have their best three-point shooter, Isaiah Moss. They were both held out with injuries. Uh, from what I was told, they could have, if they'd been playing a real game, if they'd been playing Duke like they do here coming up pretty quick, uh, they would have played last night. Steve K. State, they play their first exhibition. They will take on the Hornets of Emporia State, the fighting Craig Doty's. And, Ooh. and we'll see if Brandlish will be rocking. I'm curious to see what Craig Doty at Emporia... You know, we were at Emporia last year. That's right. And 
you know, D- Greg Doty's kind of got Emporia State people buzzing because uh, where he was before Graceland University, Graceland the U- home of the Yellow Jackets yeah, in Lamoni, he, Iowa. Yeah, he won a national championship, I think. There, he did, and he's supposed to be a Wheeler dealer recruiter. He's supposed to be this slick willy, hot shot. You know, just a guy that can go get players. I'm real curious to see what he's brought in. He got Mason Teeson, I know. That's right. Edmund. So they will be playing tonight. It always feels like K-State plays their first exhibition game on the Friday night, while KU always plays on the thir- right. on the Thursday. And so I never get to see K-State in that opening yeah. game because I'm calling football. Yeah, and that, I think that's a bad deal on K-State's part because they know Friday night in Kansas is high school football. They know night. Friday night everywhere yeah. on the last week or second to last week of October that it's always going on. I think that KU plays Pitt State next week. Right. And then K-State will play Washburn next week. So they're getting their tour day MIAA. Yeah, the big – those schools are getting a nice payday. The the, the, uh, Real good payday. Yeah, nice payday. But uh, getting back to KU, I still think their their big problem is going to be three-point shooting. They don't look like a team that's going to shoot the three very well. Marcus Garrett made four last night. I don't think you'll see that again all year. But uh, Marcus Garrett is really good on defense. So Coach Self's got a lot of uh, different, you know, combinations he can play. He's got a lot of bodies to sort through. You know, he likes an eight-man rotation. Right now he's got about 10 or 11 guys. He's going to have to pare that down at some time. But Christian Brown, B-R-A-U-N. It looks like Braun. It looks like Braun. And, uh, Isn't that a brand of paper towel? Braun- oh, no, it's Braun-E. Okay, well... But anyway, uh, he's better than I thought he was. He was Mr. Basketball in Kansas last year. Blue Valley he's, Northwest Husky. He's a six. He's a six-six guard. So you know he, he's got that good size. But uh, how much he actually contributes? I think once they get into Big Twelve play, I don't think he'll play a lot. To be honest with you. All right, Steve. You want to talk about the Kansas City Chiefs? Let's do. They are playing the Green Bay Packers on Sunday Night Football, and. The big question that is still lingering around. And I wrote a column about this today. Will the MVP play? Not Aaron Rodgers, not discount double check. The new discount double check, I guess, Patrick Mahomes. Well, from all indications... Well, let's take a break, Steve. Oh, okay. I was teeing it up to take a oh, break. Oh, tease. I didn't, I didn't want you... were you, teasing. I'm trying to get this audience to be on their edge of their seat and then oh. rip them away at the okay, last a minute. a teaser. All right. All right, Steve. You're listening to According to Jim, 96.7 FM, KBBE. You're listening to the According to Jim podcast with Jim Joyner and Steve Self. According to Jim is brought to you by Great Plains Federal Credit Union, The Fieldhouse Grill and Taps, Brown Shoe Fit in downtown McPherson, Next Tech Wireless, and Farmer State Bank with branch locations in McPherson, Lindsborg, and Galva. You can also listen live Monday through Friday from 1230 to 1 p.m. on 96.7 FM KBBE or online at midkansasonline.com. We're back on this afternoon's According to Jim, 96.7 FM KBBE. Steve, we have teased the audience enough. Are you ready for Sunday Night Football? Do you have confidence that it will be Patrick Mahomes? Do you think he shouldn't play? Are the Chiefs going to win? Are the Packers going to steamroll the defense? So many questions. Let's just start off with the MVP, Patrick Mahomes. If you were a gambling man, a betting man, would you be putting your money on the fact that Patrick Mahomes does play or does not play? I think he plays. You think he'll play? Yeah. Why is that? I've just been... Everything I've been reading, 
the Star, you know, the Kansas City Star. You just read other accounts. It's I'd say it's about a seventy percent chance. He's really, you think it's that high? I do. I don't get the feeling that he is going to play. Okay. I don't really know why. It just feels to me. Is it a smokescreen? I don't know if it's necessarily he pra- that. He is practicing. I don't know if it's necessarily a smokescreen as it is. I just think they're trying to not rule anything out. I don't think they're trying to really throw the Packers off too much and say, ooh, Patrick Mahomes, well, he might be playing. If I'm Green Bay, I prepare as if Mahomes is going to play, and if he doesn't, you're really prepared. Then you're because, in a great spot. Yeah, because Matt Moore is about half the player that Patrick Mahomes is. But I just get the feeling that with this game coming up, I don't think they're going to play Mahomes, even though it's Sunday night football and a very important game. I just get the feeling that maybe this is one that they say, okay, we'll just see if we can find a way to win. If not, be ready to go for Minnesota next week. And then after that, be ready to go on the road at the Titans, on the road at the Chargers. And then hopefully he is still together as a person by the bye week. And remember, this game represents halfway through the season for the Chiefs. That's right. This is week eight. I had them six and... Before the season, I went through game by game. I had them six and two at the halfway point. I just think uh, the one loss at home, um, the first loss, who was got him blanking. We're out. not referring to the Texans' loss, are we? The Texans' loss. What was the first loss? Who, who, Indianapolis. That's the. I did not expect that. I did not see that coming because I knew Andrew Luck wasn't playing, so I marked that in the win column. The Texans game, I knew that was a chance that they could lose. You must have thought they were going to lose at Denver. I think I might have, I, I <laughs> or one of the road one of the road games. But uh, uh, I had them six and two at the halfway point. So if they win, they're six and two. It's just they might do it in a different way than I expected them to. So you expect him to play? Let's say Patrick Mahomes is back and is one hundred percent. There are no problems. He's running around like crazy, throwing left-handed yep. passes, slinging it behind his back. He's 100% good to go. Do the Chiefs win? 33-31. I heard you mention some sort of number around that. Now, let's say he plays, but is clearly not 100%. They are not letting him run around. He's, he's got to be about at his best for them to win. Green Bay's playing great football. Uh, we saw them last week. I don't. Was it Monday night football they're on or Sunday night football? One of the, or one of the. I can't think. Maybe it was Monday night. No, I. They played a primetime game. They played a primetime game, and they looked really good. Well, maybe it was the game they beat the Raiders. Oh, maybe it was. It was that it, was a Sunday afternoon. Yeah, it was the late game, maybe on, you know, the game of the week, whatever they call it. Either way, but win over the Raiders. That's yeah. not not much to brag about. Yeah, but, but Aaron Rodgers is really playing at a high level. And the thing about the Packers is their defense is so much better this year. And Aaron Jones can really run the football. And I know that, you know, the Chiefs got nine sacks last week. Denver did nothing, but that was Denver, and that was Statue Joe at quarterback, Joe Flacco. <laughs> I mean, he had cement shoes. He couldn't move around. He was just like a golf ball on a tee. For you to whack. To pull left. Yeah. Hook it a little bit. Probably. So, let's say the Chiefs win this week. Okay. Let's say they win. There they are at 6-2. and two. And the games that I mentioned, Minnesota, even with the bad Chiefs defense, Minnesota's hot. I'm not really afraid of them. Really? There, there's something about Kirk Cousins that they don't ever win big games. Kirk Cousins will win you games. Yeah. He'll just win you games against the New York Giants and yeah. the New York Jets. Yeah. He, he wins He'll sneak the, you one against the Broncos. He wins the games he's supposed to win. Right. 
he's just not going to be the guy that takes you over the top they're, and, they're, and not going to be able to outduel Mahomes. They've won four in a row, though. They're playing some pretty good football, but they weren't very impressive last night. They struggled with the Redskins at home. And then I'm not afraid of the Tennessee Titans, regardless of who is the quarterback. It could be Kyle Shermer. They're not, yeah, they're not. Titans aren't playing very good football right now. Mariota's just been awful. And then, are you afraid to go to Los Angeles? Ryan Tannehill is the quarterback now. Right. He threw for over 300 last week. But then, after that, before the bye week, well, I guess that game is actually going to be in Mexico City, if I remember right. right. So it's not going to Los Angeles. And And their 28,000-seat stadium. Which would be a whole lot better for the Chiefs, because every team they play just has 23 of the 28,000 of their own fans. So, even if there is no Mahomes... I still like them to go 2-2 two and two over okay. that stretch. But it looks like he will play at some point yeah. in that stretch, whether that's this week, whether it's next week, whether they give him two full weeks off. But I still don't believe he will play this week. Okay. How many games do you think the Chiefs will lose this year? If you were a betting man, how many games do you think the Chiefs will lose? I'm looking at a schedule. One against Green Bay plus the other two, so three. Then there is the New Patriots, England. four. I'll say four. I'm saying five. Okay. 11 and five. I think I'm still in the 12 and four, 11 and five ballpark yeah. range there. All right, Steve, let's take our final break. You know what time of the week it is? Fearless forecast. Don't start yelling the picks out. We got to take another break. All right. One more break. You're listening to According to Jim, 96.7 FM, KBBE. You're listening to the According to Jim podcast with Jim Joyner and Steve Self. According to Jim is brought to you by Great Plains Federal Credit Union, The Fieldhouse Grill and Taps, Brown Shoe Fit in downtown McPherson, Next Tech Wireless, and Farmer State Bank with branch locations in McPherson, Lindsborg, and Galva. You can also listen live Monday through Friday from 12.30 to 1 p.m. on 96.7 FM KBBE or online at midkansasonline.com. Ramping up today's According to Jim, it is Fearless Forecaster time for week eight of the high school football season. Steve Fearless has kind of figured it out the last couple yeah. of weeks, doing a little bit better, struggling with AVCTL Division Three. I think that's been the real killer for well, him. Well, it hadn't been until last week. Right, it was bad. Yeah, he'd missed four games through seven weeks, and he missed three or six weeks, and he missed three last week. But the ones he missed, I think, were pretty easy to understand because you sure didn't see – Winfield losing to a one-win Wellington team. I, you know, I thought Bueller would take care of Hayes. And uh, what was the other one? I was trying to think what the other game was. There were three of them that he missed. But, uh, you know, he uh, needs to get back. He still needs that one big week, you know, like a 20-1 and one week or 19-2. Yeah. and two. Uh, He's like at 75%, but he's running out of week. So he's not going to get to 80%, which – We'll probably get him fired. Steve, where would you like to begin? Let's do area. Let's do the area teams first and some really big games coming up. Heston with a chance to stay in the number two spot in their district. The Swathers are 6-1. and one. On the road at Clay Center, taking on the 3-4 and four Tigers. Heston, you taking the Swathers and the fighting Tyson Bowerleys? Sure am. 36-22. Heston's offense has really picked up. They do allow some points, but I like uh, their offensive potential. Smoky Valley trying to pick up win number two of the season. There's not a whole lot on the line for them since they have already been eliminated from the championship side of the playoffs. They are taking on Rock Creek at home tonight. They lost to Halstead 49-0 last week. 
Do the Vikings make it a second win of the season? Yeah, I'm sorry to say I don't think they will. Rock Creek is not a bad football team. 30-13 to 13 Mustangs. The Inman Teutons in a district championship game tonight with maybe the best opponent that they will see all season. Sedgwick, who is 7-0. Inman coming off a 19-0 win over Meade. If they win, they win the district. If they lose, they are second in the district. Are you taking the Teutons tonight? Well, Sedgwick's one of the best teams in 1A, and and Inman's defense will keep them in the game. I just don't think the Teutons can score enough points. Sedgwick 21, Inman 7. Canton Galva 7-0, taking on Harrington 0-7. Do, do I even have to give a score? I mean, it's whatever Coach Hoppus wants to make it, and I'm going to say he's going to make it 56-0. Our only... Inter-county matchup tonight. Mound Ridge 4-3 taking on Little River 6-1. The Redskins have already won the district. The Wildcats need a huge win here to keep themselves in that top four. Well, Little River's playing great football. And uh, Mound Ridge, no more Colin Cole. He's out for the year with a shoulder injury. That's a big loss for them. Little River 48, Mound Ridge 14. Let's go to the KCAC game starting off with Ottawa taking on Bethel. Ottawa, we saw them last week. Bethel, we saw them a couple weeks ago. Are you taking the Ottawa Braves? Well, this is I, – I was going to say, this is probably – few people will pick this, but I'm going Ottawa. Ooh. Is, every once in a while, Fearless likes to throw an upset special in there. Ottawa's a good football team. We saw that last week. Bethel's been kind of sliding by some people lately. Some of the blooms come off of that Bethel Rose. Teams are starting to you know, be a little more prepared for their running game. Ottawa, 36, Bethel, 33. Southwestern Mound Builders taking on the Friends Falcons. Nice rivalry there. You take in Southwestern? No problem. 35-13. Friends really struggling to put points on the board this year. Tabor College Blue Jays making the trip to take on the Bethany Swedes. Are the Swedes going to pick up that second win of the year? No. Tabor's starting to, you know, Tabor's coming on strong. They'll be 6-3 and three after they win this game, 30-14. Kansas Wesleyan taking on Avila, the top-ranked. Kansas Wesleyan team in the KCAC, number two in the country. Is it the Coyotes again? It's been a pretty easy pick the last two years. Yeah, and 56-28 is a score, but I'm going to say it's going to be about 45-7 to seven at halftime, and then Avila scores against their backups. McPherson College, the Bulldogs taking on the St. Mary Spires in Leavenworth. Three out of their final four are on the road, but this one against the winless Spires. Do the Bulldogs make it a fifth straight? Well, I'll tell you, this is such a trap game for the Bulldogs. And, uh, you know, they've done everything the hard way, but I think right now they're feeling good. I think they can just run the ball right down St. Mary's throat. I don't think they have to really throw it that much. I'd be surprised if they did. I think the Bulldogs win the game handily, 34-14. St. Mary has not scored more than two touchdowns in any game this year. Ugh. Big 12 games, Steve. No Baylor, no West Virginia. The Texas Longhorns going up to Fort Worth to take on the TCU Horned Frogs. Texas is a one-point favorite on the road. Are you saying hook them horns? I got 28-14. TCU's got a pretty good defense, but, uh, you know, I didn't think they looked very good last week against K-State. Iowa State, the number 23 team in the country, hosting Oklahoma State. Cyclones favored by 10.5. Are you taking Iowa State? I've got Iowa State. I think it'll be a little closer than that. But to me, Oklahoma State's been the hardest team to figure out this year. I think I put too much stock in uh, the mullet. I give him too much credit. But the Arkansas I've got, waterfall? I've got Iowa State 23, Oklahoma State 17. To be honest, I think it's going to be worse than that. Maybe 31-17. Fifth-ranked Oklahoma Sooners making the trip to Manhattan. 11 a.m. kickoff. Oklahoma a 24-point favorite. 
Are you taking the Sooners? No so- no Sooner schooner. Yeah. Won't be out there crashing. Well, 11 o'clock games for OU on the road are a struggle sometimes. I think Oklahoma struggles for a half, but eventually wins this one 37-21. Texas Tech coming to Lawrence. The Red Raiders just five-point favorites. Does KU have an upset? No. <laughs> I, I, I think KU, KU had its upset chance last week. I mean, they could have won that game. If they, they get one stop on defense, they win that game. And I think they're going to have a letdown because they were so close last week. I think they're going to come out flat. Uh, the defense has given up over 500 yards a game. Spread teams give them a lot of trouble. 48-32 Texas Tech. Other AVCTL Division three games tonight. The Bueller Crusaders are 5-2, going to Winfield to take on the Vikings, who are 5-2. The number three spot is up for grabs. Are you taking Bueller or Winfield? Well, Bueller's the pick, 21-14. Uh, I just think this will be a close game. Uh, very similar teams. I think Bueller has the edge with their skill players. El Dorado, the Wildcats are 2-5, and five, taking on the 3-4. and four. Augusta Orioles. Augusta's really coming on. And, you know, Hunter Anderson's starting to run wild. 38 Augusta, 12 for the former Fighting Doyles. McPherson taking on circle on the road. This game means nothing except... For ABCTL Division Three standings, the Bullpups with a chance to win their second consecutive outright league title. Do the Bullpups get it done against the T-Birds oh, tonight? I, I think so, and I want to see them come out from the get-go and just put the hammer down. They've been struggling in the first halves of game. This is this is a game that I'd like to see them score like three touchdowns in the first quarter and keep their foot you know metal to the pedal, and then the backups, maybe Dylan Rinkle, come in slinging. There you go. Steve, a couple of big games coming up this weekend now that we're done with all of our predictions. Bullpup Volleyball in sub-state action and Andover coming up tomorrow. They will play Goddard Eisenhower at 3 and then a chance to play Andover to go back to state. So we will be keeping our eye on that. Two very good teams. I mean, Goddard Eisenhower has won 20 games. Andover, of course, I believe has beaten the Bullpups this year. They have in two sets. Yeah, so this is a Bullpup team that when when they're on, they're really good but they have those stretches where they just kind of fade a little bit. And if it goes three sets, they got to find a way to win a third set. They start off really strong in winning three setters this year. Lately, they've struggled in three setters. Steve, should be a fun weekend. Cross country, too. Cross country Regional. in Great Bend. Yeah. We know the girls' team will not be advancing as a team because right. they don't have enough to qualify. Right. But hoping to get some people through to state cross well, country like next weekend. Cody's Achilles through Courtney Eichbush or Evie Elder. You know, they've been pretty much strong runners all year. And then next week, Steve, we have a chance at state volleyball. We have a chance at state cross country. It will be playoff time for Bullpup Soccer. We'll learn by the end of the night and by Saturday morning who they will be playing in their first home game on Tuesday. And we'll probably know in the morning who the soccer team Right, we'll know by Saturday morning. Right, yeah. But it's going to be a busy week next week. Oh, yeah. And we have Bulldog basketball That's, next week. Yeah, uh, McPherson College uh, basketball next weekend. So we're going to be busy. Wrapping up today's show, Steve, enjoy your weekend. Oh, can't wait. Wrapping up today's show, for Steve Sell, I'm Jim Joyner. Thanks for listening to According to Jim. We'll talk to you tonight on the road in Tawanda. According to Jim with Jim Joyner and Steve Sell was brought to you by Great Plains Federal Credit Union, The Fieldhouse Grill and Taps, Brown Shoe Fit in downtown McPherson, Next Tech Wireless, and Farmer State Bank with branch locations in McPherson, Lindsborg, and Galva. Make sure to listen to According to Jim every weekday from 1230 to 1 p.m. right here on 96.7 FM KBBE.